Is that working? Is the text working? Ah, wait, 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 wait. So I'm trying a new chat method today, and um, I don't think it's working. <laughs> Can I be asked to mess with it? Uh, um, wait, where would it be here? Right, uh, it's just. 
Just bear with me, folks. Maybe, maybe it'll work on the next page. Seems to work. Yeah. yeah, it's working because it's using the old one right now. And when I switch over to the main page, uh, potentially we're going to have a uh, tech moment, I'm afraid. So, um, yeah, no vaccines. Pro-democracy. Get it in now. Say it now. Or forever hold your peace because the uh, chat might not be working on the next page. And so what are we going to be doing today? Look, it's weekend. I primarily wanted to test this new chat um, function as we um, we get more sophisticated. We have to get more sophisticated to stay ahead of the beast, the beast system and the censorious nature, I'm afraid. And there... Um, I feel like I feel like I'm having to take a uh, computer science degree every couple of days. It's tax evading blick. I get lectured down to by tax evading blicks um, telling me telling me what to do. <laughs> so I have to learn the ins and outs. Ah, such is life. Such is life. All right, it's going to be a quick stream, and it's primarily going to be a watch party because there's a new clip out from Jeffrey Sachs and I'm agreeing with him in the first few minutes so I thought I'd stop it there and we could watch it together how about that is uh, uh, a worthwhile endeavor I hope um, it's somewhat new I'll give commentary where I think it's uh, apropos and um, yeah I think that's about it. a few other stories but uh, let's jump in it's Sunday man I'm I'm exhausted. I want to go to bed. Um, all right, so let's do this. Let's see if the soundboard behaves. Come on. I'll, I'll do, do uh, a, what's, what's his, his face? face? Uh, I am a legit scientist. All published and she, she. But that is true. Um, join Raccoon Bunker. Humanity needs you. Ah, there. You see the... Um, uh, the chat is different. Now, is it updating? What happens if I put something in here? Test. Boom. Yes, that worked. And um, are you blind, Crystal? <laughs> no mercy in the bunker. <laughs> I only have... Uh... <laughs> okay, it's... It's a cooming. It's starting. But uh, yes, that's a new look for the chat that's um, it'll be able to pull in from Rumble, I think. So let me just see if Rumble um, does anything. And I don't know why uh, Crystal doesn't see anything. Uh, Rumble test. Let's do this. Um, all good here from the start. Um, I guess Rumble didn't work. I know what I need to do. Uh, let me just do this. Where's that? Right, Rumble. No, 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 no. My content, do this. Cats living with dogs. All right, now, now I think Rumble should work. Rumble, will you work? Will work. Yes, there you go. 
Uh, so Rumble Chat is coming up on the screen as well. Uh, talk about that. Shout out to Tex Vading Bleak, Simon Phoenix. The uh, those uh, those lectures in uh, computer science that I have to sit through every uh, couple of days. They work. <laughs> they work. Uh, bravo, bravo, bravo. Um, wonderful. That means we can bring uh, Rumble into the uh, fold, as it were. Uh, uh, yes, victory! That deserves a... Die him! Yeah! <laughs> uh, what can I say? What can I say? So if I just copy that... Now bear with me, folks, otherwise I forget this for the next scene copy and then I go to this and I do this P paste reference yes and then hide this think now now work work come on work Yes, working. All right, nice. Uh, so let me go back to uh, wait. First off, let's switch that off. Let's do that. Let's do this. This. Yes. All right. All smooth, 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 smooth. All right. Um, I had to go into another channel video, then leave that one, then go back into this one. Wow. Um. I'm not sure what to tell you, Crystal. Uh, some Look, it's amazing that we can do this. Um, look, any other time you'd be uh, waiting for the uh, daily newspaper to arrive. And it, even that's a modern luxury. You would have to uh, be lucky. Be downtown when the town crier is out. Oh, hear ye. Oh, hear ye, lick spittles. What have you done? What have you done? Have you stepped into the breach, lick spittles? Hear ye, hear ye. And um, so be be somewhat thankful that in this information warfare age that we were able to push back in near enough real time and give analysis in real time because I'm finding it an odd feeling to be um, sitting here agreeing with Jeffrey Sachs. Sorry, um, just what we know about the fella and i don't know maybe maybe he's grown a conscience maybe he's had a road to damascus moment like robert malone or it's all part of the real-time analytics the uh, constant on the fly control of narrative i i can't make up my mind yet um all we can do is uh keep aggregating data keep testing keep getting data keep reformulating your hypothesis that's how science is done you don't just make obtuse statements like viruses aren't real and then think you're done with it <laughs> and in fact um in my uh show notes there's a new tom cowan video <laughs> If I've got time, I'll get to it. But there's also p people wanted me to get to the Gert van den Bosch um, uh, latest. And I'll, I'm a big fan of Gert van den Bosch. And I'd rather sit and listen to him because I haven't seen that yet than sit and listen to an hour of Tom Cowan coming up with useless straw man metaphors and 
<laughs> just comparisons that are just logically inconsistent and just make him look an ass and make you look an ass should you be so gullible as to uh, fall in with his um, uh, witterings. Now, uh, why don't I see... Now, what I should do, of course, is... Um, is I should check if live stream chat is updating in YouTube. Um, so it kind of kind of looks like it is. Uh, I delivered newspapers when I was twelve on my bicycle when it sucked. Yeah, man, I used to I used to do uh, four paper rounds. Morning, evening. Sundays used to used to collect dips on a Sunday. Used to go round and uh, people would uh, would hand over coin of the realm, coin of the realm to the paper boy, and uh, you'd uh, some would throw you change, others wouldn't. And uh, I used to leave there with the bulging pockets of coins, get to the shop and buy uh, buy candy, buy uh, <laughs> used to get it weighed out. I'll have uh, 20 pence worth for the, uh, what did I used to like? They were called drumsticks. Drumstick lollipops. And uh, licorice, not not the, not, not the shitty tasting licorice. Red, red licorice. That's what I used to like. <laughs> we used to have this shop. We used to call him Moldy Harry. Because <laughs> it's stuff. <laughs> was just this was how shops used to be. You'd go there and you'd you know you you got what was available, <laughs> and sometimes the bread just had mold on it. You dealt with it. You chopped that bit off. Cow <laughs> moldy Harry. Uh, yeah, and funny thing is, right? He was he was such a tight old bastard, but he ended up winning the lottery, <laughs> literally. Does the chip jar on Rumble work? Yes, the tip jar does work on Rumble. Um, so you can uh, put uh, tips in there. Uh, thank you, Chris, uh, for the dollar. Much, much appreciated. Um, um, what was I saying? Moldy Harry, right? Uh, the clear candy cherries for me. Um... Wine gums, yeah, I was a big fan of wine gums. Wine gums as well, I used to like. And the popping candy, that was another one. Sherbet candy. Oh, those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, right, where were we? Um, yeah, so Good Dog is uh, AWOL from the... Um, well, not a wolf. He's he's barred. He's barred from the Discord, so you won't see him around as much right now till um till we till we find a mechanism getting back in. And uh, but but unlike you, Lick Spittles, he's still there, grafting at the work face, the cold face. He is churning out memes, and uh, that's uh, that's one he's put up there. Uh, Roll one, no furries. <laughs> As we're now uh, stream fags and gay pal are uh, 
<laughs> our payment processor. Uh, I might, I'm going to have to adapt uh, rule one somewhat. <laughs> so no furries. <laughs> uh, let's see. It appears to dollar rumble rant you have to be in browser and not app. Um, yeah, I would imagine um, the rumbles if you want to send me uh, a shout or whatever on rumble don't they take too much right what you should do uh let me just do this that's me i'm a real scientist and shit and um self <laughs> published and shit uh you can go to mccandojo.com there you will find uh ways to support uh public science for the public by the public uh ways to support me patreon.com if you want to um if you want to help the doc maintain a monthly income, a pension, as it were, and <laughs> you don't mind uh, whoever runs Patreon, is it? Oh, I forget who uh, who runs Patreon. It's not that Jack Dorsey, is it? What does he do? Is Jack Dorsey Patreon? No, he's Twitter, right? Anyway, whoever runs Patreon, they take 20, 30 percent. Um, but I kind of like it because it says, oh, I'm going to get some some, uh, some money, which is kind of useful. But if you want to, if you want to make sure that you stick it to the man, right? Take your, take your uh, pen and you stake it and you stab it right in the eye of, uh, oh, I'm just fucking nauseated as well right now. Everyone all going, oh, my God. Elon Musk gonna buy Twitter. All all the censorship is gonna go away after what you've seen this last week with PayPal and their terms and conditions and charging you two and a half thousand pounds for breaches that they decide upon. Are you all fucking dim? Do you do you really think that he's gonna be a force for good at Twitter? Jesus Christ! It it's just a money making exercise, folks. They realise that there's a whole there's a whole population out there that is thirsty, thirsty for some type of normal, normal human discourse where you could grab rotten tomatoes and throat and hurl them back at each other and jeer and shout and <laughs> all the good things we used to have, like mouldy bread and mouldy arries. Um you can uh if you think if you think Twitter's gonna get any better, think again. Um so uh but but if you're wedded, if you're wedded to gay pal, um you can use our stream fags, gay pal uh payment processor. Um that should uh send uh something through. Uh Elon will count out to EU censorship regulations. Oh yeah, of course. Of course. And establish their own. They will establish their own. They've already said that they'll do it with PayPal. They just they just have to decide that you've... Uh, I was just reading uh, this. I saw this on David Crocco's Discord. Where was it? Um, we'll now keep an incessant tap on the sending posting, posting or publication of any messages, content or materials that promote misinformation or present a risk to user safety or well-being. The new policy further barred users from the promotion of hate, violence or racial or other forms of intolerance that are discriminatory. So no more casual racism or misogyny. No, no, no. Someone can just levy that accusation at you and... 
away goes your ability to engage in banking. Now, you either, you either say to these people... Not, not this, this time. time. Not, not this, this fucking, fucking time. time. No! No, 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 no! No! No, 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 no! No! Not this fucking time! No fucking way! No fucking way! No fucking way! No fucking way! You made me look a right cunt! That's it. That's what you say to him. No! No, 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 Knock it off. <laughs> Not having it. No way, no how. No! Um, look, we'll get the font right in the, um, in the chat, right? Just, just bear with us, right? I, oh look, what about if I do this? What about if I do this just for the moment? Boom. Does that make it better? There. I'll, I'll put the chat up on uh, all, all the screen. So it's uh, more of the screen. But it needs to be smaller, um, obviously. And the color is, um, ah, you know, I don't know. Not nagging. Just, just giving feedback. <laughs> I know. I know. It, it is. It is uh, a. Um, it's. It's not so. It's not so appealing to the eye. But uh, the fact that it works means that we're on the way to having um, automated um, triggers, webhooks that will tell me when someone uh sends in don't know let me just see if someone has preempted uh anything and uh no you're all the as far as the good doc is concerned um you're tight 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 except for uh chris and his one dollar <laughs> like scotsman holding on to pennies all right where was i um what I was doing there. I was ranting about Elon Musk. Right. Um, and McCann Dojo. Yeah, join the Discord. Uh, join there. Register to be notified. Um, I think um, I think there's something sketchy going on with that. So I'm going to have to uh, investigate the uh, register to be notified software. Um, just a reminder that uh, well, I've done that, but uh, shout out to uh, Chris for all the work he's doing on uh, our a proper science page, uh, not McCann Dojo, where we're uh, having laughs. We do have a serious side. This is where the science is being done, folks. And um, yeah, that's me. Synaptic, deep learning systems. Learn to live with it. And we will go on from there. And uh, I'll start with a story that um, maybe, maybe um, the bridge going down was a high Mars. Um, I, I was making that assumption. People think that it's a uh, truck bomb. Maybe, maybe not. But my, my first instinct was high Mars. Um, but anyway, uh, Victor Kovalenko, whoever he is, uh, shout out to... Who sent me this? Centripede. Centripede sent me this. <laughs> so, uh, my hypothesis regarding Crimean Bridge, this isn't a track-planted bomb, as Russian propaganda says. This isn't an SBU operation, as the Ukrainian media claim. This isn't a boat-planted bomb delivered under the bridge. Most signs of a precise strike by a powerful missile. 
Russia will never admit that Ukraine's military blew up Putin's precious bridge. They keep the narrative that Ukraine can't do anything. That's why Russia propaganda claims that it was just a car bomb, like a random terroristic suicidal act that happens in Russia sometimes. This isn't a service SSU operation, as the Ukrainian media claim. SBU is still weak and full of Russian moles, so it barely can do the primary work of finding the spies. Uh, it's not their primary job. There are other units more capable, like the entire spec op forces inside the UAF. Today is October 8th, and I'd remind you that US Lendley's program started on October 1st. Ukraine may begin getting something interesting from the vast US arsenal of weapons, for example, top-notch attack drones and precise cruise missiles that, missiles that make this strike possible. Um, so we have a photo of the underside of the bridge, which is kind of interesting. I've got to do this all right um says so the underside of the bridge and there is a hole punched in the um in the metalwork there now um not being an explosive expert or anything um Oh, that's, that's the thing with Twitter. You just can't... What? Try that again. It's the only way to sort of zoom in the effect. But definitely it's deformed going underneath the water. Now, um, my first instinct was high miles. I was going around posting it everywhere and... Um, posting the uh, Ramzan uh, <laughs> Chechen clip because <laughs> I just I found it so based um, but the um, I, I've sat here and I thought about it and I guess uh, I guess a truck bomb could blow a hole downwards of course um, now again is is this a missile strike I don't know what I do know is that in all likelihood we're we're just looking at escalation from this point onwards the i, I think the decision the die have been cast there's no off-ramp i'd be very surprised if there's an off-ramp maybe this is why we're seeing someone like uh, uh, jeffrey Sachs go and uh, do the rounds at the moment maybe he realizes that um yeah. <laughs> above him are a bunch of bloodthirsty psychopaths and uh, he thought he was uh, in on the in group, and um, maybe maybe that's why he's speaking up. I don't know. I don't know. May, again, maybe it's just uh, all just narrative control. All just trying to keep you uh, lull you to sleep while the uh, predators get ever closer. But the the, the escalation will come, and um, if if. Uh, weapon systems like HIMARS are in operating on the ground then and they don't seem able to take them out even though they have air superiority which I find extremely odd but that what their satellites they don't have spy satellites over Ukraine right now um, <laughs> tracking everything um, that the that they will resort to ever more extreme forms of air campaigns to to deal with this type of threat and 
when when that happens, the like I say, the escalation goes very very quickly. History shows us that, and um, we're I don't know. It's, it's this part of the planned implosion to bring about the next industrial revolution and uh, cut down the the numbers of carbon units. Uh, carbon unit. Um, that? Why did that pop in my Star Star Trek? Right, Star Trek. Um, do, 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 do. What's this? Uh, we bring the receipts. Okay. Thank you. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, like I say, if you want a more in-depth discussion, someone who understands these things way more than I do. <laughs> I've never been to war. Never fired a... Uh, the biggest thing I've fired is a 308. I've never fired anything bigger than that. And um, when I was firing it, it was all, all range rules. Uh, I wasn't allowed to uh, just start uh, jamming here. Uh, Jamming rounds willy nilly like uh, like Ahmed as he would sh squeeze off rounds into the air. No, sir, none of that good stuff. Uh, but you can go watch the stream I did with Armchair Warlord. Much more erudite discussion. Uh, did that one earlier today, and uh, I uh, highly encourage it. Try to stay up to speed with everything that's uh, going on. And um, yeah, this if you want to take a look at this thread, please do. Um, uh, right, that means I've lost my, where I usually pay stuff. Um, let's do this. Um, Sterling on full auto at 15 was fun. Um, well, automatic weapons, waste, waste of rounds. You need discipline, semi-auto, round placement, sir, round placement. Uh, how about some humour uh, in the face of this? Here's some Russian humour, um, taking the piss out of uh, Land of the Free, Home of the Brave. What do you want? Mr. 
Простите нас, сэр. Прошу вас. Зачем? Там сзади пара, а не child free. Дело в том, что ваш сын попадает в поле их зрения, и это вызывает у них дискомфорт. Kids, man. Try and get them to sleep and uh, just caught my daughter downstairs trying to uh, sneak the telephone. Um, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> just, uh, look, that's funny to me. Uh, casual misogyny, uh, casual racism. I couldn't ask for more. Oh, God, please, please, Pappy Putin, win this war. Please, just so we can have decent, uh, decent uh, comedy again. All right. Moving on. Um, what's this? Oh, we've got some Shahid. Some Shahid. Oh, uh, Shahid. Uh, bear with me. Oh, I just wanted to do something for Shahids. Uh, let's do this. Do this. Do this. Do this, and I think the volume needs to be down a little bit when I play these bits. But uh, it's. Yes, uh, how it started versus how it's going. Trisha Frayne, my husband, kids, and I are fully vaccinated. My husband and I and our adult kiddo had our boosters shot free about six weeks ago. And our 11-year-old got his second dose Friday. I had my flu shot this past week. Now, I don't know what's in it. I don't know what was in vaccines I had as a child. And I don't know what's in the 11 secret herbs and spices at KFC. There she is, folks. Shahid, stepping in a breach where you uh, spineless lickspittles won't go with your uh, vaccine hesitancy. We applaud. We applaud Trisha E. Birchow. Shahid, doing what uh, you are afraid to do. Looking after your betters, making sure that they can continue to eat steaks and drive fast cars. So, uh, with that, we can end the Shahid uh, moment and get to... Uh, the main, um, I think this is the main. Yeah, so I'm, we're just going to sit back and listen to Jeffrey Sachs. And um, what's this? Renowned Marvel and DC. Oh, wait. <laughs> Hang on. More sheets. More Shahids. Renowned Marvel and DC Comics Illustrator dies suddenly. As he was about to board a plane in Paris, 
Uh, the 47-year-old South Korean artist experienced severe chest pains at the airport as he was rushed to a nearby hospital for emergency surgery where he later died, according to a post on his Twitter account. With great sadness and a heavy... Well, great sadness. We should be applauding these shaheeds, ululating, as each one steps forward and uh, does. That's exactly what you're all scared of. Get that jab. Get that clock shot. Make sure that Klaus stays in stake and the stakeholders remain happy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Our public service announcement's finished. Uh, let's get back to Klaus. Uh, sorry. Klaus. What's his name? Jeffrey Sachs. Professor Jeffrey Sachs. Um, we'll dispense with the uh, introductions, etc. It's all rather banal. And uh, we'll pop straight in. Oh, you do. And for the, the wonderful words uh, opening uh, opening our session today, can I be very brief so that we can have a discussion? Because I'd like to hear what's on people's minds and also questions. Um, yeah, what's I'm, going I'm on, Jeffrey? Events. What's, what's with you blowing the lid on everything? And, uh, trying to understand what's happening in a complex situation where we're not told the truth on most things. So you have to figure out what's going on because no one's going to tell you and maybe last of all, the New York Times. So uh, it's, it's a real problem to uh, understand this crisis. Let me basically uh, say at the start that uh, we're on an extraordinarily dangerous path of escalation between Russia and the United I States. I agree. The war in Ukraine is largely, in my opinion, a proxy war. It's does, does he does he feel guilty for what happened in Russia because of the actions that he he took forty years ago? 40 years ago you say 40 30 years ago yes um is is this what's happening here he's he's worried (laughs) he's worried that uh he's gonna be uh feeling gonna be feeling the hot place coming to him ukrainians fighting uh, and dying it's uh american weapon systems intelligence uh so-called uh officials strategists uh, tactical finance that True. is uh, backing this war. True. So this is to all uh, effects and purposes a war between uh, the U.S. and Russia, though fought in a True. proxy way so far. Our goal, we're told from the U.S. side, is to defeat Russia and force it to leave Ukraine after uh, what is described as an unprovoked invasion uh, on February 24th. I think there were lots of provocations, so the situation's more complicated. But let me just start with the, the desired outcome. I don't understand it. I don't understand how it could conceivably be achieved. We think that weapon systems and sanctions and fighting will wear down Putin or get him overthrown and uh, something will change and Russia will go home because they realize that this is uh, not worth it for them. And maybe the U.S. model, 
and by U.S., I don't mean us, the American people. We have no part in any of this. The model of those who are uh, prosecuting uh, the U.S. side of this uh, is that it's like Afghanistan or Vietnam was for the United States, that after it gets sufficiently bloody and useless, you just go home. I think there's a huge difference, which is that from Putin's perspective, but I think it's more general than that. It's not just one person. From the perspective of the Russian political actors and elites, uh, the situation in Ukraine is not like America in Vietnam or America in Afghanistan. It's exactly in the neighborhood. And so it's viewed in Russia, I think, I'm not sure, but I think in much, much uh, starker terms that we will not lose this war because this is a war about Russian security. That's the Russian view, okay? You could say they're crazy, not crazy, but I think that's the Russian view. And if that's the Russian view, and our view is we're going to defeat Russia, And Russia's view is we're not going to be defeated. Like we defeated the Taliban? (laughs) I I don't understand what anybody really has in mind other than continued escalation. And it is shocking but not surprising that every day now we have stories, will he or won't he use nuclear weapons? As if this is just another casual story in some... New newspaper uh, column as opposed to the existential threat to our survival, which it is. I agree. So, I'm agreeing with, look, I'm finding myself in this unusual position where I'm agreeing with Sachs, everything that he's saying. So he's he's either had a road to Damascus moment or this is some the top tier psychological operation being unfurled right now. So I believe we don't have a plan. I don't think we have a strategy. We want to defeat Russia. And yet Russia doesn't want to be defeated. Even if we could, which I have my doubts about, defeat Russia on conventional weapons basis, Russia has 1,600 active nuclear warheads and 6,000... Uh, warheads in total. So I don't understand what our idea is. And again, when I speak of our, it's not mine. (laughs) It's not yours, I think. It's our government's. And I don't even know who's really responsible for this, but it's a very narrow group and it has almost nothing to do with the American people and no one's been asked about it and no one's been informed about it and no one's been told. Is, 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 Is this, again, some sort of damage control? Right, that they, they realize that they've been caught and um, they have to eventually someone's going to be for the chop. It's like musical chairs, and some people are going to take the fall. And I don't know if this is about damage containment within US systems, I, I really don't. Your government loves you, says Greg Silverado. Indeed, your government loves you about it and yet here we are near the brink of nuclear war and we are near the brink of nuclear war that's true 
So to my mind, we are in a wildly wrongheaded approach. Oh, how did we get here? Again, this is much contested. There are two very different narratives. One narrative is Putin you had a is, lot to do with it. You know, has delusions of grandeur and thinks he's Peter the Great and he's going to recreate the Russian Empire. That's the American story we're told all the time. I have a very different view, which is that we got here because the United States just can't keep its goddamn nose out of anyone's backyard. And we kept pushing NATO enlargement. And I was there 32 years ago. Steady on, Jezza. Well, yeah. You'll be dropping F-bombs next. Ago was advisor to Gorbachev and then advisor to Yeltsin and advisor to Kuchma, first president of independent Ukraine. And I was an advisor to Yatsinyuk just after the 2014 event. So I've watched this pretty close up for 32 years. And I think the U.S. is the provocation. This does not play well in the U.S. media. In fact, it doesn't play at all. I can't get an op-ed published in the U.S. media. They're not interested. They don't want to have any debate at all. So I think we just, it is absolutely true, by the way, that the U.S. and Germany told Gorbachev in 1990, Gorbachev offered, by the way, to disband the Warsaw Pact. That came from Gorbachev. We said, if you disband the Warsaw Pact, we will not use the occasion to move NATO to the east. And that became a condition, actually, for German reunification. And it was ex absolutely explicit. Now, since our government lies about everything, the, the <laughs> narrative is... Your government loves you. Go on, Jessa. Look, um... I'm I'm finding it very very hard to disagree with them. You'll have to excuse me because I'm I'm a bit peckish whilst doing this, but I want I wanted to put this stream out because um, I think this is important to listen to. It's important to get as quicker analysis done as uh, humanly possible about the main players here. And um, Jeffrey Sachs is involved deep within the uh, what you would call it the the WEF type networks. Um, it may be they realized that they've gone and fucked up, that there are systems in place in countries that have a propensity to tilt towards war and the actions that they've taken have caused this to, to the current situation we find ourselves in. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe, maybe it's to maintain blame on the U.S. government and not the uh, not the Davos elite. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, I'm liking the cut of his jib at the moment. So we never promised, which is not true. And there's a whole vast documentary record of the U.S. promising no enlargement. Well, of course, as soon as the Soviet Union went away, we thought it was a juicy opportunity to enlarge NATO and started with Poland, Hungary, Czech Republic, 1999. And then George W. Bush Jr. added seven more countries, uh, three in the Baltic, so three right on Russia's border, Bulgaria and Romania, which is um, Russia's Black Sea region, and Slovakia and Slovenia. And we continue NATO expansion. 
And in 2008, Bush said, now we'll go to Ukraine and to Georgia. And to my mind, this was just absolutely the most provocative thing we could do. Because now we're pushing NATO. I agree. I agree. Those countries after after the Cold War historically should have always remained neutral. Always. Demilitarized zones for, for perpetuity. But that didn't happen. And again, seven countries by 1999. What did he say? Three, four more after that. Um it's not it's not like we haven't been going and kicking the sleeping bear in the nuts right up against russia's core security concerns and the europeans many european leaders told me in 2008 how dangerous this was and how much they were against it but the us calls the shots so Ladies and gentlemen, to my mind, we've been stirring the pot the whole time. Is that time. an echo on that? And that should have fixed. There are many complications to this story, so you could, I could talk for hours about the details. But in 2014, the pro-Russian president was overthrown. The U.S. narrative is it was a mass public uh, upheaval against a corrupt president. And I was there on the ground soon afterwards, and I know that the U.S. played a direct role in the overthrow. And the Russians call it a coup. So we have com competing narratives, but the Russians say, Russians say, look, you overthrew the president friendly to our country. We don't want you anywhere close to our borders. At the end of 2021, Putin put forward security demands to the White House. They, at the core of them was don't expand NATO. I called the White House at the end of 2021 to beg them, negotiate. We shouldn't be expanding NATO anyway, negotiate. And I was told, no, we have an open door policy, which means that anyone that wants to join NATO can join NATO. And I said, that's crazy. This isn't a right. This is a threat to another country. This isn't about rights. This is about the effects on the neighbors. And I said, do you believe that Mexico has the right to have a military alliance with China? I don't think so. But that's what you say about Ukraine, that they have the right to have a military alliance with the United States. I said, in My any point. event, it's, they can ask, but it's not prudent for us to do it. Well, the White House refused any negotiations. Again, in the context of all those sketchy business dealings and all those labs that had been pushed into all across, not just Ukraine, um, a bunch of countries along Russia's southern flank. Um, now, you know, I'm, I don't know how much is <laughs> cannibalist prenosis is this link. How much of this is commie propaganda? I'm not so sure that much of it is because we're condemned by our own actions at this point. And my, my again, my gut feeling is, is that th these people know that they've been caught. Time's running out. They've got to liquidate assets. They've got to... Uh, 
all, all sorts of nefarious um, strings to, to tie together so that it doesn't come back on them. And now here we are in an ever-escalating situation. Escalating by the day. And then there are competing stories, and I won't go into all the details, but Putin invaded on February 24th, and uh, we've been escalating ever since. And the last week has been filled with news stories, these casual stories of will he or won't he use nuclear weapons as if you know we're trying to predict uh, the, the uh, outcome of the Super Bowl. It's bizarre to me. I've just never seen anything so reckless Nope. And I have no confidence in the U.S. government, no confidence uh, in what we're doing to uh, head this off because they're dead set on uh, doing whatever it takes. That's what they say all the time, whatever it takes to win this for Ukraine to win this war. And since I don't think Russia is going to lose this war short of nuclear war, to my mind, we're on a recipe of continued escalation. Yep. And I'll stop with the reading. I want to read you one uh, set of words from my favorite speech of modern times by an American president, which is my president. favorite speech of modern times was uh, Vlad, Vladimir Putin calling out the West with their uh, satanic ways and uh, telling it like it is. We don't want parent one, two and three. No. No. Not this time. Not this fucking time. No! No, 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 no! No! No, 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 no! No! Not this fucking time! No fucking way! No fucking way! No fucking way! No fucking way! You made me look a right cunt! You don't want it. We don't want it. And I find, I find myself, I find myself compelled to speak to the side that's talking the most sense. When, when I hear the appeals of Western institutions to our liberal values, it doesn't resonate with me. Sorry, it don't. I've got kids. I don't want, I've, I've, seen, I've seen where liberalism leads. It's dark, it's degenerate, and it's disease-filled. John F. Kennedy's speech on June 10, 1963, and just to give a background about this, I wrote a book about this speech because I love it so much. After the Cuban Missile Crisis, Kennedy and Khrushchev knew the world's insane. Uh, we can't go on this way. We're going to blow everything up. We need to find a way to peace. And Kennedy gave this speech on June 10, 1963, to convince Americans that it was possible to make peace with the Soviet Union, which was not a conventional view. How can you make peace with the commies? And Kennedy said, you know, we have to check our own attitudes. They're human beings. They have the same desires as we do. And uh, they want to live in peace also. And so if the agreement is mutually satisfactory, it can be mutually observed. Very, very wise words by President Kennedy. And the whole speech is completely wonderful. And then they blew his head off. Then they blew his head off. <laughs> When, when was he assassinated? Was it 63? Yeah. 
America, Americana history. Who keeps up with it? I don't. I've driven my family crazy for years by making them listen to it on multiple occasions, uh, especially when I was writing the book. They had to listen to it 10 times at least. Uh, but in any event, Kennedy said something that I really, really want to emphasize. Uh, he, he said, and it's the most important statement for this moment, he said, above all, while defending our own vital interests, nuclear powers must avert those confrontations which bring an adversary to a choice of either a humiliating retreat or a nuclear war. To adopt that kind of course in the nuclear age would be evidence only of the bankruptcy of our policy or of a collective death wish for the world. So what Kennedy is saying is you never with a nuclear adversary, make them choose between a humiliating defeat and a nuclear war. But that's exactly what we're proposing yep. to do right now with Putin. Not only that, we are, every day Zelensky tries to humiliate Putin. The Jew. Tries to solve a problem, but to humiliate Putin. I, you know, maybe, of course, he's rallying his supporters, but we get closer and closer to the precipice. I can't stand listening to Zelensky, I'm telling you, because I can understand, maybe I can understand, although I don't really understand. If I were next door to Russia, I'd have a different language because I wouldn't want to be nuked either. But what he's doing... <laughs> Remember... We were looking at the uh, the clip of Zelensky calling for NATO to do a first strike. Do a first strike. Do a first strike. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Go on. Do it. First strike. Go on. Do it. <laughs> Hashtag they always, they always come through. Doing in terms of provocation right, except this is one. extremely dangerous. And we're playing the game because we're saying whatever they do. That's all right. They have to win. I believe that they're the ones shelling the nuclear power plant. I'm absolutely almost sure that it's yep. Ukraine shelling the power plant. Our papers say we don't know who's doing it. But since Russia controls the plant and Ukraine wants to win it back, I think Ukraine is shelling the nuclear power plant. I think, by the way, just to add to uh, the discussion that we are the ones that blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, I'm pretty sure that was a U.S. action. Yep, I do too. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just a Putin shill. I don't know, but I'm agreeing with him. This is this is what my I say in depth analysis. It's just gut gut feeling on these things. I'm I'm agreeing with it that he hasn't he hasn't said anything that I disagree with. Right now. Not one word. When I said it on television a couple of days ago, they cut me up. They took me off the air immediately because uh, you're not allowed to say this on U.S. television. But it's pretty much conventional wisdom in other parts of the world, even by reporters that don't write it in their paper. If you talk to them privately, they say, of course, it's the U.S. Who else would do it? Who else could do it? Who else had an incentive to do it? So. Let me stop there. It's so dangerous. We have no debate in this country 
uh, in Congress or any place else. They're not asking us to be part of this discussion, even though it's our lives on the line and our children's lives and our grandchildren's lives. New York City is extraordinarily vulnerable. I don't have to mention. <laughs> uh Pedro Pedro says his days are numbered. Yeah, I, I I think so too. If this is if this isn't some some uh, next level shit psychological operation, um, I think uh, if I was old Jezza here, I'd be uh, I'd be avoiding uh, s- small airplanes, and I'd be taking public transport everywhere <laughs> with uh, three or four minders that I trusted. And our congressman aren't saying boo. So one thing I'd love for us to do is reach the New York delegation to just say this is reckless. Stop it. We're in the 60th anniversary of the Cuban Missile Crisis this month. We don't want to replay it. And we would never have survived it had it not been for Kennedy in that position because it, if it had been any of his advisors <laughs> yeah i says uh i don't believe him how american government is as innocent as a newborn baby and her hands as clean as the lily white snow yet yeah, not even a smidgen of yellow in that uh, lily white snow none at all uh let's see Pedro says i also think Kanye west will be taking a trip to hospital for a few weeks and come out with white hair and wild eyes <laughs> I don't know. I need to watch that clip with Kanye West. But uh, let's see. U.S. bans BioLab gain of function in 2014, create supply crunch and do it in Ukraine and Wuhan with kickbacks and 10% for big guy. Yep, indeed. Uh, I think his eyes are blinking Morse codes. I'm not sure about that. Uh, Sax and Malone come from the same pea pod. Maybe. Maybe. But the thing is um, that, that, that there are going to be people that go... Oops, Go along with um, a program, right? Because they just—it's easy for them to do so, and they're—they're they're making bank from it, and they're getting clout, and they're doing all sorts, right? But, but they're still human beings. We like to think that they're not, but they're still human beings, and they might just realise that, as important as they thought they were, they ain't in the real club. And all their all their fancy houses and uh, big cars and uh, fine fine linens aren't gonna mean shit when the hammer comes down. And <laughs> the hammer is coming down real real fast. Us slobs, we just gotta take it on the chin, right? That's that's all I can tell you. There's there's no easy way out of this. I bought I bought a few more cases of spam. <laughs> That's what I did, just in case, you know, might need something to barter with. But the, uh, the intermediate boys who, like I say, who went along with it, who went, who went with the program, thinking that you know, maybe they believed it at the time, are realizing that their kith and kin aren't on the, uh, the, special invite list that they're that they're gonna be they're gonna be scrapping it out with us slubs the mob 
and all their fancy properties and uh, doesn't mean shit when you've got hundreds of thousands of hungry mouths bearing down on you. You can have all the ARs and um, bullets that you like uh, to hand. Um, once, once the city starts emptying and you've got desperate people, you're done for. Um, all you can do is try and avoid the tidal wave of, of the people that, that come out and then pop back up the other side. And ostentatious houses and um, large properties are going to be easy pickings. You, you, you literally, you, your best chance is sort of being in the woods in, in, in some sort of shallow ditch that you can maybe maybe keep warm somehow mylar blankets not give off any smoke signals <laughs> don't have don't no smell of cooking or uh, anything like that for <laughs> for months on end the world would have been destroyed but he was smart enough not to destroy the world so let me stop there and uh, turn it over and uh, open for discussion Thanks a lot. Thanks so much, Professor Sachs. Um, yeah, we have a lot of, of really thoughtful and important questions in the chat and some that were submitted um, prior to the event. Um, so let me just see here. I think there are a lot of folks who are um, skeptical or curious as to how we skeptical of Sachs to negotiate with Putin. I'm skeptical um, of Sachs, but um, he, he's encapsulated the situation as I see it. Didn't put a foot wrong. And he, you know what else he did? He didn't put a foot wrong in describing the uh, issue around the uh, out-of-control scientific research that we've been engaged in, which I believe has been a major catalyst in bringing us to this point. And again, it's... You, you can you can play the part and you can go and do all, all sorts of things when you think you're winning the game. But when you, when you realize that, oh, hang on a minute. I'm just down here with the rest of the schlubs, the rest of the intermensch. And I'm going I'm to have to fight. And I'm, I'm <laughs> there's no calluses on my hand. I don't know. I don't know how to punch my way out of a wet paper bag. What am I going to do? Well, you start blowing whistles, don't you? Maybe, maybe. Or, again, it's some, some elaborate um, blame deflection game. Could be that. I don't know. Depending on, you know, on what people's opinions about Putin and Russia's aims. Um, but so what... Let, let me just say one, one thing about that. We, we don't know uh, whether negotiations would work or not. It's true. Um, I personally believe they would because I know a lot of the Russian leaders over a long period. And I believe that there is absolutely a way to negotiate and that the central question is NATO enlargement. And that's the question the US has never accepted even discussing. But let me say the following, suppose we negotiated something and that it was satisfactory, but then Russia violated it, which is possible. Then we would be in no worse situation than we are right now, but we would at least have the whole world know that we went the extra mile to try to find peace and the other side violated it. And that, to my mind, is the right approach. Yeah, precisely. You, you have to be. You have to show that you've gone that extra mile before the bloodshed happens, man. 
it's why it's why I've stuck with trying to go down legal avenues in the US and lending whatever credence I can to people's um, claims, etc., as to uh, what has and hasn't happened with uh, the sciences and the institutes. You have to show it. It's incumbent upon you because you it's, it's you who's going to have to stand before God. No one else. And you're going to have to make an accounting for yourself. And like I say, all of everything, it's all meaningless. It's meaningless if you haven't, if you haven't done everything that you can to sacrifice yourself so that, that your children are given a world as good as, nay, better than you received. And I received a pretty good world. And I've watched it get chewed up. Ah, you know, I wasn't an innocent party in that chewing up. Um, I was young and stupid too. But <laughs> having matured a bit, having having children right now, um, I I see. Oh, I have nothing but contempt for those for warmongers, for those that pursue nothing but profit. What's this? Marjorie Taylor Greene rants about being asked to help Ukraine. All right. Here's the issue. It doesn't matter who the president of the United States is. I have a major issue with with a billion. Why? Why is why is everyone sound so shitty? <laughs> I can't keep turning up the desktop audio on. It'll just keep saturating every time I. Um, you're just going to have to put up with this for a minute whilst I put closed captions on. Tens and billions, and we're talking about tens and tens and billions of American hard-earned U.S. tax dollars being spent for another country's border for a proxy war with Russia, nuclear Russia, when this administration could care less about our own southern border. And here, let me make it. Let me make it very clear. This is oh, he also. Um, not not to uh, be flippant or anything, but I thought that was uh, a fake poo, <laughs> a fake turd on a on a dining board. There. <laughs> also brought something else, and I have it on a paper plate because I have no idea if this thing's contaminated. This is a spent Russian shell that he left here with my staff and claimed that it was found near the nuclear facility in Ukraine. Um, that was part of the see how bad this is. You're a nuclear facility. Send us eleven point seven billion dollars. Well, let me tell you. I don't think the paper plate's going to help you then, love. <laughs> if it's radioactive, I don't think the uh, I don't think that uh, you, a lead plate maybe. But you could have wrapped it in some tin foil first, perhaps. Um, uh, just uh, cut the histrionics. Speak plainly. <laughs> no props. It doesn't look like a spent shell. It looks like a turd. About the fentanyl crisis in America, let me show you where my voters come from. This right here is a map of Georgia's 14th district. This right here is where I'm from. These are the people that elected me to represent them here in the House of Representatives as their member of Congress. All of these people right here are not calling my office. As a matter of fact, they're not coming to my office begging me to send 11.7 billion dollars to ukraine do you want to know what they're calling my office about 
They are calling my office about the inflation they cannot afford, the fact they cannot afford groceries at the grocery store. They are calling me about the gas prices. They are calling me about illegal aliens that are now landing in northwest Georgia that came across our southern border very, very far away in Texas, Arizona, California, New Mexico. That is what they're calling me about. Uh, well, there you go. Um, fair point. Um... The right approach is to try for peace. And if it fails, you end up in war. But if it, uh, if you say there's no one to negotiate with, then you're surely in war. So I want to try the exit ramp, not guaranteeing, because nothing in life is a guarantee, not guaranteeing it would work, but believing that it would. I have lots of reasons to believe that it would. Russia is not a sole actor by itself. China is a very important actor in this. China actually would like a peace agreement. China would like to insist on a peace agreement. India would like a peace agreement. They don't want a peace agreement in which NATO enlarges because the US is targeting China too, but they want a peace agreement that is satisfactory. And so there are many ways to enforce a peace agreement beyond just a piece of paper. There are many interests at stake. And by the way, the Russians uh, honor agreements at times. We do too sometimes. We break them a lot also. The Ukrainians broke agreements. They <laughs> Again, everything that he's saying is, uh, is truth there and like i say of course there's always real politic to to contend with um <laughs> the machiavellian nature of uh countries and their their leaders but um I, I would i would just say man if you haven't been seen to go that extra mile to stop the escalation towards um war oh God, God help your soul. And, and I say, I, I, there'll be there'll be a lot of uh, <laughs> burning of the flesh when old when old Kevy crosses that uh, final Rubicon. Because I've I've watched more than my fair share of war porn, right? And sat there cheering it on. Go on, go on, give it to him. <laughs> barely, barely could sight in a rifle scope myself. <laughs> I can't, I can't fly those fucking helicopters. You cheered them on and say they lay waste. Go on. Let them have it. We absolutely would not implement the Minsk agreements. So the Russians say, look, how can we negotiate? You lie to us. You cheat. Brit uh, France and Germany were supposed to be the guarantors of the Minsk II agreement. When the Ukrainians say, eh, we don't like this agreement, then France and uh, Germany remain silent because they're on the Western side. So there is a, a lot of deceit, but it's not just Putin. And our division of the world into the pure good and the pure evil is phony. And it's phony here yep. as well. Yep, yep. So my view is, and I can tell you, you know, all over the world, people basically agree with what I'm saying, which is, yeah, this is a war about NATO enlargement. And if it isn't, we should prove that. We should say, okay, we won't enlarge NATO. Now let's see if you stop the war. If you don't, then it exposes. This isn't about NATO enlargement. This is about your empire building. Then you get the whole world on side. But right now the whole world isn't on side. I'm not on side, but a lot of the rest of the world's not on side because they believe this is a proxy war between the U.S. and Russia. Certainly looks that way. So for in terms of a negotiated settlement and what is really possible, NATO enlargement would sort of have to be the key piece of that. I think it's the center. There are three issues that are that were mentioned every time. And remember something really interesting. Another one of these mysteries in mid-March, there was a. Uh... Ren Token says. If we view this talk with the eye towards the desire by WF and UN central power to defang the USA, take away their military, suggest the US government is sick and dangerous, it makes a lot of sense. Well, um, 
just pull back then. Pull back. Sue for peace for a little bit. See if see if we can't de-escalate something right here, right now, and then and then negotiate around those territories. Just see, if, just see if the Ukrainian people have uh, had enough of the war, right now. And you know, again, I don't, I don't see this in any way as um, defanging uh, the American people. I see an American government that seems pretty sickly. Um, always wanting to engage in forever wars. A flurry of statements by Russia, Ukraine, and Turkey, which was mediator, that the two sides had come close to an agreement and that they actually exchanged papers. And I spoke with very senior Russian, a very, very senior Russian official about this who described this to me. And uh, actually, the Ukrainians put forward the idea of neutrality. This immediately went to Putin. Putin said, let's draft a, a peace agreement around. And I, I think that was true. I do think that was true. Neutrality. I I think that they were going to have those uh, discussions uh, brokered in Turkey. And the West came in and said no, which means the West is hiding something. West. Britain and the US, basically. Those those that have their finger on the, the purse strings of the world that want to ma maintain hegemonic power, whether over or covert. They've got something that they're trying to hide. And they will go to any length, I think, to, to maintain the illusion of, of, of being the good guys when history tells us that it's a very, very different, far more complex um, story. Uh, thank you, Marty, for putting the link. Support a doc. Come on. Where else? Where else do you get such uh, based science and uh, geopolitical uh, takes on the world? This the Russians did. They put it back to Zelensky and then Zelensky said, no, I've, uh, that's that's not what I meant. This document says they're coming to reset uh, Putin as part of the WEF as well as Z, Trust and Biden. Again, just because they've been seen at meetings, etc., doesn't mean that they're going along with the plan right now. Now, you know, the whole idea about, you know, uh, international trade and trading neighbours don't go to war. Maybe Russia thought that was a good idea. Um, you know what? You know what I see in Russia? There's, no, there's none of the uh, Rothschild central banks. I see, I see a world desperate for Russian resources. That's what I see. And, you know, all this, you know, you can have a broke back Brendan O'Connell view of the world and think it's all the Jews. I think the world is far, far more complex than that. And there, there, it's always this struggle about how the how the map is going to look after each war, I guess. That's how it usually occurs in, in human affairs. But the, the the idea that it it could all just be this super controlling um, group that is Davos and WEF, the fact that you know about it, just look, stop being so naive, right? And and stop thinking in such binary terms. It's nature and reality is far more nuanced and far more complex than that. And the strong rumors, which I believe, are that the United States and UK said to Zelensky, hell no, you want us to back you? We're not backing neutrality. 
And, and you know, and you know what pissed off man? I don't see anything wrong with the multipolar world. You know what? I'm quite comfortable with the multipolar world. I don't like the unipolar global homo liberal fascist agenda that's being shoved down my throat right now. How how about a multipolar world where you know there are different countries, different cultures, different takes on things? Well, we we all have to swallow rainbow turds every year for one whole month now. Is is that the world that we're supposed to be living in? And these people these people don't mind how much blood that they spill to get it, just so long as they keep making theirs. Agree, trying to simplify. This is not it's not a situation where you can just go to simplify stuff. You get taken you get taken out, you get swacked at the knees. This was a complete change and it was the end of the negotiations. So I think the US has been completely uninterested in the negotiations. Yep. That week, Biden flew to a NATO meeting in uh, Brussels and declared this is going to be a long war. And then he went from uh, went from Brussels to Warsaw and said that man can't stay in power. And then a few days later, Lloyd Austin said uh, our goal is to weaken Russia. So I think it's US policy not to have a negotiated solution. I think there was close to a negotiated outcome beforehand. And I watch lots of Russian blogs and they call for negotiations, which is if, if it were Russia's desire not to negotiate, you wouldn't have the Russian bloggers calling for negotiations. I think Russia's idea was we can we can scare Ukraine into neutrality, if I could put it that way. That was the original idea of, of the invasion. And I think it was a desperate move. But I think the motivating factor of the move was that the U.S. was heavily arming Ukraine. Heavily arming Ukraine to the point where they were looking to push into and retake Crimea. That's what it looked like. And they've been literally shelling the region for eight years continuously. Century Peace says, I'm unsure of Sachs' intentions as of now. The groups in DC are operating in a managed discoherence. This will persist for the next one to two years. Sachs may be speaking genuinely, maybe not. I'm not sure. Again, the whole, the whole point of this hybrid warfare is to destabilize everyone's perceptions. Right. And what what you think where you think you've grabbed on to the truth is it's very likely to be some sort of half truth measure. And, you know, all 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 I can say is to go round and for me to be working on assumptions of, oh, he's a weft toady. That, that's a, That's a facile analysis in the current circumstances. When, when there are literal shells falling on top of the largest nuclear reactor complex literally in the world. I don't know if there's larger. When, when there are people being blown to bits walking down the streets, where we're having trench warfare, trench warfare in the 21st century, not, but not as a civil war measure bet between warring brothers and cousins, but between countries. Proxy wars. <laughs> We've got to, got to think way, way smarter. And like I say, I think a lot of a lot of this started two and a half years ago, where they pulled the pin on the bio warfare. Get those out first. Try, try to try to suppress the enemy as much as possible. Make them sickly. 
Ned Kelly says, quite simple. The transatlantic financial system is collapsing, so every type of chaos will be brought about by the West, mainly the British Empire system, rather than hold up their hands and admit they're completely bankrupt. There's a multipolar system coming about those involved in the Belt and Road, and the West would rather threaten and go towards World War III rather than give up their unipolar hegemony. Um, yeah, that's probably closer to um, the, the truth of the matter. But again, um, you know, Russia didn't have to um, engage in the war either. And again, I don't want to come off as a, a Putin fanboy. But I can I can listen to what each side is saying. And one side seems far more coherent than the other. And yeah, I, look, I grew up in the UK. I know those types of people. And I know that they'll say um, bullshit their way through anything just to try and get another day feeding at the trough they give zero fucks uh, well they're destroying the currency the elite are on the other side trading hoarding gold silver land are assets yeah yep Taking back Crimea with any means necessary was the goal officially signed in document by Zelensky and he even claimed if they do not succeed they will destroy the land, turn Crimea to the second Chernobyl. That's what Zelensky promised. It wouldn't surprise me. And threatening Russian security. And Russia could not get US attention. This is the basic point. We treat Russia like shit, if you'll excuse me, which is they put forward negotiating demands. <laughs> Oh, he's getting a bit salty with the language. He's coming after the Doc's mantle. How dare he? Piss off. Piss off, Sachs. And so we say, no, no interest. Why should we talk to you? You're a fourth-rate power. Jack Benton says, banks worldwide are calling in their gold from the US and buying more by record amounts. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the <laughs> God's Bank did it, right? They were to have all their stuff back by uh, end of September. You're delusional. We're the superpower. And that, I think, is the basic point. Then we say there's no one to negotiate with after we say we're not negotiating. But if you, you don't know if there's someone to negotiate with till you negotiate with them. And Davros says, Jeffrey Sachs is damage control to control the narrative. They are all in on it, bringing one world government. Countries have to fall. It's all part of the plan. Maybe, but again, I, I'm, I'm just leery of just accepting these um, simple analyses one world governments it's, again I, I think the world is probably a bit too big to have one world government not going to work well you can have one world government in the middle east how's that going to work out for you <laughs> in uh, sub-saharan africa that works real well over there doesn't it uh let's see bill road says mrna vaccine stabilization through modulating lmp composition and utilizing drying technologies view now our webinar distinguished guest Dr. Roland Botker from CureVac discussed aspect. I, I'm not, not, um, I'm not uh, doing LMPs at the moment. Um, look, if if we can get to the point where I can do some science, I'll go do it. But it's, right now, we're probably literally running in into the last hours that we have available to us to do anything. Uh, USA refused German gold st stored in Fort Knox, and that's a war uh, stored. Um, the Rainbow West and Tech AI control, that's how. Uh, 
food will get the gold, but you can't eat gold. Yep. A quarter of the US currency backed by gold would mean $15,000 ounce gold. Mm. Cool Tim wants us to look at uh, this link. Kremlin has shown its incompetency. Look, do I do I think the the Kremlin is is a crack fighting unit? No. Let's see what we have. Uh, what are we doing? Un's review, an alternate media selection. Uh, to be clear, I respect Putin as a person. He is humane, cares about life and civilization. Putin thinks we thought that Russia and the West shared common values. This shows how little Putin understands the West. The West is Washington. The rest of the West are not independent countries. Washington puppets. I agree. Uh, Putin gives speeches in which he shows that he understands this, but his actions do not reflect his understanding in his speeches. The distance between Putin's words and his actions is almost infinite. Kremlin had to be totally out of touch with reality when the Kremlin thought that its limited military on operation in Donbass would be allowed by Washington to be limited. How anyone in the Kremlin could possibly have been this naive, this gullible. Well, look, I would I would say this. I, w I would argue that the, the Russians and Vladimir Putin were taking a book, uh, a page out of the West book, which was to wrap it up in legal language like we did with the war on terror and then and then follow through on what it is that they did. And they've been very careful about calling it a special military operation and not uh, not an invasion, not a war, etc. And, and um, they I, I don't think. Well, I, I think that there's a. Uh, a rush by people to say why why aren't russians um storming in in human waves to take ukraine etc um i think they're somewhat wary of of their cult uh, not wary but just the, the, the strategic consequences of rash actions now what russia has done is and and again we've heard all about uh these um pushes by Ukraine and these offensives, etc. But I haven't seen them taking huge swathes of land. We've seen what looked like some tactical retreats by a very limited expeditionary force. And they've, in Russia's eyes, they've legally taken the initiative with respect to what's happening with respect to the Donbass. They've held referendums. And now that land is now Russia's with which that they can now begin to step up the uh, the military action that they can that they're allowed to take and, and and again you have to show that you've gone this extra mile um, and if you they probably realize that they're going to get into a slugging match with the US They've always been slugging it out in one form or another. What, you don't think Russia wasn't pumping in weapons into Afghanistan in the last 20 years? Helping helping Iranians? Um, you know, that, that's, that's just real politic. And um, this... Uh, the, the idea that you, you would go in and just um, let the nukes fly... <laughs> straight off the bat i think is is a rather naive one and what i've seen is a very staged 
escalation. And when they blew up the pipelines, what that said to me was, was that the West wasn't interested in negotiating with Russians. And, and so now it's really turned into an existential battle. And wh how that plays out, who knows? Who knows? Um, it could go all sorts of way because, you know, what's the, what's the saying? Uh, cry havoc, unleash the dogs of war. Because that's, that's what you get. It's havoc chaos and again i would i would uh, but the actions of the side that i grew up in that i'm i understand well i don't understand russians well i don't speak their language it looks bloody backwards to me um <laughs> the i know that our side haven't been playing a straight bat and like I say, I, I think that maybe they realize that their systems have run as far as they can run. They've eked out as much as they can. Uh, it's a long article. I'll have to read it offline. Um, is, there, is there a... Uh, as the West has no fear of its opponent, Putin's goody-two-shoes behavior is bringing us Armageddon. The longer the war goes on, the more involved the West becomes greater the stake uh, again if, if i was to read this it was all about it should should go in uh blitzkrieg uh, you can't do that seems uh, uh a naive type of analysis frankly we didn't even try so and if we tried and failed we'd have the whole world on our side immediately yep and there there is uh, the failure in that analysis right there Right. In, in had had there been any pretense towards averting disaster, right? Had there been any connection of the people in charge, the technocrats in charge to understanding what war, what privation means, then they, they would have like we'd seen when he gave the example of uh, Kennedy. Right. Th th these were people who were just a few years out from the second world war and i guess uh, i guess vietnam hadn't really got going yet but you'd had the korean war um you'd had warnings about military industrial complexes beginning to take over the united states what does that mean that just means corporations gaining ever more power such that the corporation imbues its will onto living beings and that's that's an antichrist type system satanic system so you had mentioned that uh, members of congress haven't made a strong call for diplomatic solutions and there was a letter in congress um, led by representative jayapal calling on the biden administration to make a stronger diplomatic effort um, toward ending the war and so why do you think um progressive or liberal members of congress um were hesitant to sign that letter and what can be as grassroots advocates that, to yeah. in that direction. Th thank, thank you for uh, letting me know about that. I wasn't even aware of uh, Congresswoman Jayapal's letter, uh, so I'm, I'm happy that someone has done it. And again, I'm, I'm in Europe uh, these weeks, so I, I may not know all that's happening in the U.S. debate, but I don't hear a word from officialdom uh, of uh, the contrary. And I think partly people who aren't looking too close. <laughs> 
Uh, is this a is this an original? Is this a dojo original, dude? You got to watermark this with a McCann dojo. Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. Uh, bravo, sir. <laughs> easily can accept the official narrative that you know that Putin invaded unprovoked uh, and uh, the guy's a madman and uh, we have to uh, defend freedom it, it's a good story uh, it, it actually has elements of truth to it but not very many uh, and it's hugely misleading but but it is an acceptable story and I think for most Congress people uh, system says he's missing the COVID-19 link, which makes the bloody way out feasible. The whole world is being driven insane by the bio war. So we're all in a defeat state, but he's spoken about COVID. I've done stream. I did the stream about him where he's speaking to, um, Robert Kennedy Jr. And basically says that, ah, it looks like U S technology. The U S has got its hands all over this. So he, I, I'm, I'm not sure he has missed that angle. This is the thing. This is that I'm struggling to find myself in a position where I'm agreeing so often with Jeffrey Sachs. But I am. Now, again, it's, it's, it's some level of um, psychological operation. Um, it's blame deflection and uh, uh, damage mitigation, maybe. Or, or the other alternative that I can see is that um, he realizes that he's been playing with dark, dark forces and um, is trying to extricate himself from it. It's a kind of the default story. I don't think they know. But what is amazing to me is they don't even discuss anything. So there's no, I talk to a lot of officials, they don't know the history. Even senior officials in the US government don't know the background and they don't care. And so yeah, it's, it's virtually impossible to know the whole of the background, right? You, you need to be an expert in molecular biology. You need to be an expert in modern warfare. You need to be an expert in psych psychological operations. You need to be an expert in statecraft. You need to be experts in engineering, in computation. The list goes on and on and on. And this is this is why it, it's kind of it, it does have a sort of synthetic feel to it, everything, because the the, the people are just placeholders for a, an automated algorithm approach to how we run reality. I think he's making a very good point here. Congress, it's much worse, uh, but I do think we could do something. Actually, I I really do think that if if we had a uh, Amikoim says he tells some truth, but not all of it. He forgot to mention how U.S. repeatedly escalated things before February for quite a long time, how U.S. supported Bandera fanatics and brainwashing in Ukraine. Oh, I think he's mentioned that. Um, he's like, he has to go into every detail. Um, he talked about the, uh, the Maidan revolution and how that was a travesty. Um, but we have to, we have to pick over every little you can't right it's impossible to do that right and you've got to be able to i guess you've got to be able to compress the information down into uh, a, a sound bite sound bite ish 44 minutes in this instance and you know he was quite clear in this is that he had like a prepared statement he says i want to take questions 
in this instance. It's, it's how I try and do stuff. It's why my streams are so long because I, I'm, I read every comment because I'm looking for questions because, um, one, it helps me formulate analyses. And again, one, one of the things that I would warn against right now is just um, sweep, sweeping generalizations that you think you know what's going on. Because I, th I would say it's humanly impossible to know all the factors. You just can't. Whoops. I don't know how much I skipped there, but... Could do something, actually. I, I really do think that if, if we had a, an online gathering with the New York delegation, because this is urgent, and said, all of you, come on. Uh, end of Day's Prophet says, Jeffrey, everything steps back to Biden. Can you please speak about that? Well, a lot stems back to Biden. It does. But for sure, it's not all Biden. No way. No way. There's no way that one person could, could wield this much chaos. Sorry, I don't buy that. Um, let's have a discussion together. This is nuclear war, after all. You can spare a few, an hour. And we actually had a discussion with the New York delegation. I bet it would make a difference. I think they just don't know, frankly. There's a lot to tease apart in this. There's a lot of history. There's a lot of, and, and the newspapers are so uh, unbelievably, <laughs> unbelievably uh, without analytical edge that it's easy to get completely, uh, completely uh, pulled into this. It's kind of the mainstream story. And so I, I think that this could make a difference, actually. I really do. I got to hope that it could. Yeah, thank you. And so I guess a follow up to that is in in advocating for our members of Congress um, to take steps toward a diplomatic solution. Do you think peace activists should demand that the U.S. get out of NATO um, or stop take a position of stopping NATO enlargement because the U.S. is. Yeah, that's 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 a good part. Scrap NATO. Scrap NATO. It's not needed anymore. It, it had a purpose and its purpose has gone. And, and, and like a like a fucking zombie, it's shuffling around looking for purpose. Looking for brains to eat, something to consume, and NATO should have been dismantled the moment that the uh, the, the it was confirmed that Russia had sort of imploded and the Warsaw Pact was no more. And then, it, it, were there sensible people running the show? All the countries that made up that Warsaw Pact and that bordered Russia and Western Europe should have just been demilitarized, all of it. And then the, then the agreement signed that any movement across those borders would be considered a Casas Belli type uh, moment from either side. Using NATO for hegemony. I, I think that the peace community should call for negotiations now uh, that uh, can defuse this crisis before nuclear war. I think that that is the absolute uh, most important thing to do. People are scared and should be scared. And by the way, every day when I read someone say, we're not going to be, uh, we're not going to be intimidated by this. I say, what the hell do you know? <laughs> we're all going to be incinerated if you get this wrong. Uh, and I know, because I've studied it for 50 years, how close we have come to nuclear war. And given that we are on the 60th anniversary of the Cuban Missile Crisis, somebody ought to think a little bit more clearly about this. Maybe our key people in office are some of them are too young to remember this or they haven't studied it they don't understand it well th this is the problem i i think that these people have been ensconced in luxury for so long that they don't realize what it means to struggle uh, and they live in fictive reality 
Um, and look, in governments, right, you, you, you've got the lowest common denominator there. <laughs> these are, these are um, midwit slaves to appetites, basically. Smart people don't work in government. Smart people go out and make it on their own. They don't know how dangerous this is, but uh, I, I think that the focus should be... Remnant says, I installed a rain barrel two months ago. Yeah, rain barrel's not much good when the rain's radioactive, dude. You're going to drink that Chernobyl rainwater? The rich have built underground bunkers, so they will go into their bunkers. Yeah, but you know what? Bunkers, you can find bunkers, and then you can just start finding the vents, concreting up the vents. They'll soon start squirming their way out. Stop this escalation. We are on the precipice. This is crazy. And there is a way to negotiate an outcome. And the two sides were negotiating in March. Send them back to the negotiating table. But with U.S. support for negotiations, that, to my mind, is the key. Seems pretty oh, reasonable you. to me. I'm just uh, keeping an eye. Seems pretty reasonable. Send them back to negotiating table. Send them back to the negotiating table. But I don't think the U.S. wants negotiations. I don't think the West wants negotiations. This, this is the quandary, I think, in which we find ourselves. Because it'll all, it'll all unravel for them. Right, right back to where we started, which is SARS and all those programs. And, where, and once you start picking at that and where that goes... on the time and wondering if we're if we're nearing the end of our time with you or yeah i'm sure that i'm late for something but uh, let's take a couple questions and then we'll finish up sure um so a lot of our members were interested in understanding the effects of the war on climate change and food security oh um, god oh. it was getting good it was getting good and then we get the green bollocks coming in again just shows to go what a what a fucking mind job what a mind job who said that wasn't that uh what's his face the rat in the in Matrix. What was his name? Um, and so I wonder if you could speak to that. Okay, uh, I'm just done. Six o'clock past door, six thirty Tulsi, and then we're off to. Okay, I'm finishing. Yeah, it has to finish by six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He seemed pretty touchy there. I have to finish it shortly. My wife is telling me, and she's the boss. So, um, uh, sorry uh, about the effects of all of this on uh, on climate change and and food security and food security. Well, um, forget climate change, food security. That's a big fucking one because we're all, we're all interlinked on these uh, supply chains now. You can go fucking real hungry real quick. And if, if you've got food stashed and uh, it looks like you've got food stashed, expect hordes of human locusts to come down on your location. Everything is bad about this crisis. There is no silver lining, period, because you cannot address any big challenge in an organized way in the midst of war. And so the immediate effects of all of this, as you know, have been economic destabilization, soaring fertilizer prices, soaring food prices, soaring energy prices. Uh, and that's a part of what's happening. And But I'd say even a larger part is there's no international cooperative processes on development or climate or anything else 
as our geopolitical situation darkens. We're hardly speaking to the Chinese. We are, of course, at war with Russia. And institutions like the G20, which are supposed to be working on global challenges like climate change, are uh, dysfunctional right now because they include the two sides to this conflict. And uh, there are many, many countries in deep hunger crisis right now that get no attention. I know it because they appeal to me in my United Nations context uh, role. I met uh, world leaders <laughs> at the UN General Assembly a couple of weeks ago, some in absolutely desperate condition. And I spoke to a very senior UN. Razzardine says, I agree, Doc, with him and Malone, they both say things I agree with. Until guilty parties go to jail with known info from these two, they feed the echo chamber just enough to keep people sitting on their hands. I yeah, but what, what else can you do at the moment? Right? You can try going down legal avenues, but then you, what, you don't think those courts are bought and paid for? I mean, look, <laughs> you, just, you just watch the courts and the, the state apparatus essentially evict the uh what was the uh president of the united states the, e even that position doesn't protect you so uh, you know my again my general advice is just sort of try to keep your head down make it so people think that you were you're you are starving this is, let them pass your place and go after the more ostentatious house best best to live down in the trash from trash keck smiles UN official yesterday who's trying to help on the hunger side but he can't even get access to a senior policymakers right now even though he's representing secretary general because our institutions are not uh, paying attention to any of these things they're paying attention to the war and to the election okay, thank you for that maybe, maybe maybe we should stop at this point but just to say uh if, if you could uh, if you could see a way to getting some of our uh, delegation on online or you'd like me to help with that uh, but I'd ask you to take the lead, but uh, use my name uh, and so forth. I think uh, this would be a great next step um, and really necessary and a core democratic step because our congressmen and women owe it to us to talk with us about this. Uh, this is dire and we need to have a conversation. So you could count on me to join in on that. That's great. Thank you so much. I, I feel pretty sure we'll take you up on that. Um, Wonderful. Thank you for joining us and for being yeah, here. Thanks to everybody. Sorry we didn't have time for all the questions. And I know, uh, you know people had further thoughts and some skepticism on some of it and so forth. It's just a very confused, very difficult, but extraordinarily dangerous situation. So I thank you. And I would agree, agree on that. Extremely confusing, extremely dangerous. And, you know, the, those, those that practice warfare want you in that state, right, where you don't know what's coming at you from left or right or front or behind and that they're, they're doing it brilliantly right now and like i say all, all i would say is you know don't like i say you can get your compound but people will find your compound um you know maybe it's better to be in like i said i saw someone mentioning that all we can do is hunker down in suburbia maybe suburbia is a isn't such a bad idea I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't have solutions at this this game. I could just smell when people are spinning bullshit. Um I'm not I'm not so sure he's spinning bullshit right now. Um, you know, the the wife coming in and slightly losing his temper, that was a good touch. If this is if this is a uh planned out little um scenario. Um again. It was a couple of weeks ago that he was calling out all the main players that dragged me into this game, which is around SARS. 
maybe he realizes that he's not in the special club. Maybe he realizes that uh, he's the sea in which the sharks swim. And he doesn't want to be responsible for it. I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. Ah, there's another uh, 15 minutes of this, so... Um, I don't know who these people are. But I'll, I'll leave it at Jeffrey Sachs. I'll just uh, finish up with some comments. Uh, taking the piss out of the lemmings while showing them a turd. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, let's see. Thank you, all supporters. Uh, let's see if there's any, everyone. Everyone is... Uh, is he due today? That's all I can say. Is there any, anyone sent a dono to the dock? I'm sitting here. Sore ass. <laughs> Not one. You're all. You're all. The Jew. Oh, Scotsman. What can I say? Tight. Tight. Russians honor agreements, even the ones signed by the USSR. Um, his drugs kicked in. He's speaking a lot quicker. Maybe meth be nice. <laughs> well, I agree with that. I need to mute him now. Um, DCIC appear to work for WEF. Um, DCIC. Uh, I'm not sure who's DC. American people are pissed off. Yes. War equals money for the powers that should not be. I agree. They're coming to the reset. Oh, Putin is part of it. Yeah, I've done that. Um, done that. Done that. Trillions and trillions spent since USS coal bombing. That's when it started. It's like stage five now. Maybe. This could be a way to wipe out more people faster. Maybe. Oh, God. These uh, these uh, comments are way, way behind. Um, latent baculovirus expression system. What's this for? Come on. The voice of peace is the... Oh, wait. Something interesting. Most important message right now, period. And... Uh yeah, we absolutely need to pull back from the precipice that we're that we're deliberately climbing towards right now. So thank. You. Yep, 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 yep. I agree. Um, why is this not working? Work, damn you. Uh, something about baculoviruses. Uh, the invention relates to baculovirus, including a disruption in its endogenous p thirty five gene. Its use in establishing latent baculovirus infections in some embodiments. Baculovirus can also include a sequence encoding. <laughs> more uh, <laughs> more chimeric more chimeric biology all fiat currencies are doomed they just printed up 11 trillion in the last three years they need an excuse for reset cbdc and partial gold backing yeah i just um you know this idea of basket of commodities backing uh currency and you know maybe maybe this all is it all part of a controlled demolition maybe but um you know maybe th there may be some that just don't want to go along with that demolition who knows? Who knows? Um, unless unless you're in the uh, Davos orgies, I don't think you really uh, can. Let's see. I'm unsure of Sachs' intentions. As of now, the groups in DC are operating and manage. Oh, I'd read that. Uh, we set up the USA the way, and then they don't take advantage of it. We could have 50 or more opinions and borders and peace. Maybe. Sachs has so much blood on his hands going back to the Clinton regime. Um, yeah, I, I, again... Um, Sachs is the last person that I thought I would be agreeing with. But again, I've done stupid things in my life. Um, part of what I'm doing right now is to uh, sort of atonement for it. 
Uh, did that one, did that one. Uh, he used to be professor at Columbia as an MBA professor and helped carve up the financial and territories. Yes, we know. Uh, we have to refer to the global cabal in some way. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Um, and the WEF is a easy archetype in which I use it. I, I do. I, I understand it. And, you, you know, you have to get the point across quickly sometimes. But it, it, there's a time when um, a description becomes... Uh, superfluous and and inherently um, harmful to the discussion that you're having, right? Because if you start talking about mental illness in terms of uh, demon possession, um, you're not really helping the matter very much. And, you know, I think we've, thankfully, we've moved past the demon possession stage and understand that there's an organic basis to a lot of most people's mental um, mental illnesses. Uh, let's see. Lloyd's Banking Group did that. You can listen. Funny here in Europe, censorship is a full steam. Um, yeah, I can imagine. Uh, let's see. I read that one. Banks Worldwide are calling. I did that one. John McAfee spoke about human nature and how we gave up our rights to social paths. Um, God bless John McAfee and his meth habit. Uh, do you agree with Paul Craig Roberts that the Ruskies have made major mistakes by trying to fight as if the West plays fair? No, I think I think they've very much taken a leaf out of the West's book, which is to um, stamp their own language and legality all over it. And now, and now they've arranged it in such a way that they can um, open the floodgates, as it were. Again, I haven't I haven't seen this this collapse of the Russian lines that everyone was harping on about a week ago. Where is it? Now, maybe maybe the Ukrainians are getting uh, better weapon systems in the U.S. such that they can um, reach out and touch critical infrastructure. And it's obvious that critical infrastructure is on the uh, on the chessboard. As we've seen with the uh, the gas pipes. Um, he's scared. I might just bring this down here to read. Uh, yeah, I think I think he he comes across genuinely as scared to me. And look, people in academia are not renowned for their fucking balls of steel. Okay, they they're just not. And I can attest to that. <laughs> and you've just seen it you've seen it writ large in the last two and a half years the amount of people that could have just stood up as Mark says 20 minutes on Twitter and just sort everything out but no they'd rather keep their pensions Ah, do, 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 do. did that did that uh, US did that one uh Zelensky signed a decree on the strategy for deoccupation and reintegration of temporarily occupied territory, Autonomous Republic of Crimea and the city of Sevastopol. Yep. God, gold, guns and groceries. Yeah. <laughs> gold will maintain purchasing power as the currency falls. You can call, you can sell assets to buy food. <laughs> Maybe. Fort Knox was found to have a shitload of gold-plated tungsten bars Germany found out about. 
Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, rice, beans, and jerky would be more valuable than gold. Well, let's 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 hope we live in a world where gold has some value. <laughs> if it comes down to uh, jerky, beans, and lentils. Uh, Jigs in the house. Good to see you, Commander Jigs. Uh, Sub-Saharan Africa will implode on themselves. That is obvious. Easily conquered. Well, it's already like that anyway right and it's not conquered is it it's just um warlord territory uh let's see also quite funny that even the mass murderer henry kissinger has been recently saying some sane sounding things shows how serious the situation is at the moment yeah i agree well there is a place the little people while there is a place the little people can use it when they go after privately held metals like they always do then not so much yeah and um they, they've gone after gold before and privately held metals, um, they'll do the same again uh, of this, I'm sure. Same same for crypto, same for everything. Um, the Crimea bridge bombing was a fail and just solidifies Russian views. Um, I'm not sure it was a bombing. I'm, I'm inclined towards missile strike, I think. Silver is for little people. We'll have SS numbers and our person. You've had enough. Thank you very much. Uh, someone, someone. Paul, not see you. Thank you. Thank you. Did that, uh, did that go through? Let's see. Yeah, thank you. Much, much appreciated. You know, you're near Scots anymore. Uh, Let's see. Have other people do your bidding? Kissinger started the US to debt with Carter selling debt to Saudi Arabia to prop up the petrodollar during the fake oil crisis of the 70s. Maybe. 5.30pm uh, and still nursing a hangover. Please no more drink talk. <laughs> you know what? I, I bought myself a bottle of wine this week. Um, and I had some on Friday. Just didn't enjoy it. I, the bottle was open, so I finished it yesterday. Didn't enjoy it. I just don't enjoy drinking anymore. <laughs> Considering what a raging alcoholic I was, um, that's progress, I guess. Uh, Rocketman just fired another missile, second one this weekend so far. Whee! Uh, let's see. Razzadi, Mrs. Wright asked me earlier why the spare room is full of tins. I said it's not. There's rice, flour, and noodles too. It's all keep. If the shit don't hit the fan, it's still food. Um, yep. Uh, nice cup of tea. Um, I don't have tea, but... Uh, the Blown Bridge is already back in business, and I agree that Robert's analysis is a bit naive. Naive. Robert's analysis. Um, this thing. Is this written by someone called Robert? Called Craig Roberts, yeah. Eisenhower warned us. Yeah. Gold futures market shorting won't be able to hold back the dam. Gold will explode up. And when gold goes up, it'll be confiscated. Own nothing and be happy. <laughs> I was going to put a coon head on him. You should put a coon head on him. Just like did the coonbo. Yeah, the coonbo is great. <laughs> uh, let's see. Racist Jack. Uh... If you're in St. Kitts, two acts of war against Russia in one week. Yes. 
Sax did mention escalating. He did. Uh, wouldn't put it past the Jacobins from going through your house with metal detectors. Yep. Uh, well, they can just scan it now with these terahertz scanners. They can just see everything. <laughs> They'll be able to pick out dense metals, all right. Uh, someone mentioned uh, Fat Angie, so we can, uh, of course... Fat Angie. Uh, what's racist? I like trash pandas. I quoted Martin Luther King earlier. We're all in the same boat now. <laughs> yes. Uh, but this is a spiritual war for every soul. They've had all their riches and land for several centuries. They never take their evil eyes off the prize. You and I, targets. Um, maybe. Uh, <laughs> there's still lots of uh, still lots of material stuff to scrap over, though. Go back 100 years to look forward. Yes. Um, maybe there's a lot to that. Uh, Trash Panda is still on. It's been three years last seen her. Um, who, Fat Angie? <laughs> yeah, Trash Panda's still going strong. Who is Sax speaking with? Um, I don't, it was some think tank group, but uh, she was a she was a hottie. <laughs> she could come and intellectually probe me any day. Uh, he sounds genuine. He believes in what he says. I like I say. I think he comes across as scared. I think he's stumbled across a whole bunch of nefarious shit and realizes, whoops, I've I'm. I'm deep in this and uh, I could be yanked along with many, many others. Let's see. The super rich all have huge yachts and private islands. Clinton 10 Island chain may come into play. Um, uh, kerosene and a match plus your vent equals bad day. Yep. Smoke the vents. Force them like unions until they reach an agreement. Yep. Peace means the end of their reign. Yep. Every time Zion gets caught, they blow something up. 9-11 was the same thing beforehand, and all of a sudden, the world changes. <laughs> yes. That's, uh, look, man, there, there's some truth to that, but again, um, it's. I don't think it's all just Jews at this point. <laughs> Poseidon torpedo has special radiation that lasts up to 40 years. Um, I, think, I think it has radiation that lasts thousands of years uh let's see she's an npc cobalt bombs to worst maybe um someone made a good point the other day that um all these uh all these electric vehicles with their uh with their special earth uh, uh elements in them including cobalt are all basically uh mobile cobalt cobalt 60 bombs waiting to go off I thought, ah, that's a good way of thinking about it. The US wants you to register your gardens now. Yeah, uh, I had that as a link for a story I was going to go through. Uh, the last stream um, ended up having a much better stream with um, Armchair Warlord. I live radiation at yummy nuclear sushi rolls. Um, I still eat sushi. Uh, Jeffrey, have you been making bioweapons again? You go out there and tell everyone bioweapons are dangerous. Stop this now. Yes, ma'am. Uh, like I say, he's not a scientist in any sense of the word. So, um, have you tried Hiroshima Rock? <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes into the mountain and well-guarded, gun-toting neighbours. Uh, mountains, maybe. Um, iodine bagels. Katie Dana says, right, Doc. Uh, thank you. Uh,
the I'm just looking for questions and I think maybe someone's got some insight that I'm, I'm missing. <laughs> I'm looking for hope. Uh, Tennessee is great for gun-toting neighbors. Um, I think most of the U.S. is probably except for California and New York City. Uh, thanks for keeping it real and funny while the ship burns down. Yeah, you're welcome. Look, look man, if you can't have a, can't have a laugh. When all around, uh, what's, the, what's the Monty Python song? Always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> that means that means having a giraffe or two, engaging in some casual racism and misogyny at the expense of others. Why not? Uh, let's see. Tennessee now. Constitution carry. Great loving people. Uh, I have to shoot south and east of Fort Campbell if it goes to shit hit the fan. Maybe. He's trying to save his life. Um, I think he's trying to save his life, yeah. It's out of my control. If the world goes feral during a mass extinction event, if you eat your neighbor's ass for the bean wars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're trying to keep ourselves from being ransacked by knowing plants and being foragers, not traditional gardeners. Um, well, and again, you're going to be hungry a lot of the time. <laughs> Uh, I could stop a zombie horde. Radiation, I'm just dead. Thanks, globalists. <laughs> Can you stop a zombie horde? Not so sure. Uh, let's see. I'm going to Labrador, cross the St. Lawrence, and eat radiated caribou. Um, good for you, sir. Maybe they hit him with a ricine pellet. Who? Um, Sacks? Tuesday is payday, Doc. Well, thank you, Razadine. Uh, Tuesday it is. I will gladly pay you Tuesday for a... Uh... So what does he want? Hamburger all the time. Uh, Non-members of the Scottish Church. Yep. Uh, global economy is in the shitter. Time to have a world war to bring in the new world. Um, look, yeah, I can find um, more coherence in that type of thinking, right? That systems change. And, you know, depending on your referential point um you know could be good could be bad i guess uh, but change is a change is the one constant that you can be sure of support dr mccann come on come on make gd bakshi sing let me just see if anyone else is not cg yeah oh cg there we go except uh except paul <laughs> Uh, let's see uh, Sachs headed the Wuhan commission he said they all lied to him we need whistleblowers at this level so yeah again you know th the fact that he's done something right applaud him applaud him for doing the right thing right now by saying that there's that we're being led by incompetence we're being led by incompetence right up to the edge of look even even if say, say Mark is right and nuclear bombs are not real I know what is real bombs bullets and all other types of high-speed projectiles and armored vehicles and they can really fuck up your day should they so desire i don't think they have the balls to pull the trigger on a world war it's a lost business model in the current reality everything will be a boring collapse not like the movies gay re-education camp <laughs> well uh let's hope the ruskies win then because they don't want the gay re-education camp they just want old-fashioned re-education camps. I'd rather go to the old-fashioned re-education camp. I'd rather be hungry. I'd rather be hungry. And breaking rocks than going to the gay re-education camp. 
Uh, yes, of course. Don't forget our links for uh, stream fags who will take your gay power money. I've had to. I've had to amend rule one. Rule one. Where's that gone? I've lost it. <laughs> it's gonna have to change. Rule one. No pufters. Uh, yeah. Um, stream fags and gay pal. They're the only ones that will take take our money now. I'll <laughs> give us our money. Please go there uh, if you would like to make a donation. Let me just check if uh, someone has. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, fucking, you're all tight. I'm sweating my bollocks off trying to work hard, make you laugh. What else can I do? <laughs> the science analysis is over. That bit's gone. That's it. Like we we had a chance to stop it. That's all gone. <laughs> we've now got the. We've now got Hunger Games. Uh, what did I do with uh, comments here? Uh, let's see. Jeffrey Sachs is part of the WF Columbia University Earth Institute Chairman Who Commission Special Advisor. Yeah, we know all that. Um, again, uh, be careful of making um, sweeping um, generalizations in the current circumstances. Uh, Sachs has been in the game for years and he is unnerved. Yes. Yeah. Like I say, that comes across as a man who's scared to me. Live by the shekels, did by the shekels. I think that's die by the shekels. Kirschbrid had a lane open. Nord Stream 1 still has one good line. What a game they play. Okay, <laughs> so good to see you. Uh, the Earth Today at 7pm about DMED. Uh, oh, rounding the Earth Today at 7pm about DMED. Um, uh, I don't know what time it is right now. In, uh, but I'll be uh, sure to catch that. Um Let's see. I've uh, been listening to Doc on a phone without chat. Finally back on my computer. Uh, as long as Kissinger dies, we had a good run of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Burkina Faso had a military coup last week. The only one who care is the French. Yeah, no one, no one gives a shit. <laughs> These new blood groups have been found. Have they been detected in newborns? I'm thinking an adult would already have blood group assigned to them. Look, I don't know what my blood group is. <laughs> i bothered to find out. <laughs> Ukraine lost its Skylink, calling Elon Hitler. He says the constant upkeep isn't a priority anymore. <laughs> there are many details in the past that show why things are happening the way they're happening. If you don't watch the underground news regularly, it's really hard to catch up with everything now. I know something about it myself. It's a great way. It's great you pay so much attention, sir. May your tea never go sour. Thank you. Hangovers don't justify drinking for me anymore. Um... Oh, the thing is, I can't seem to get drunk quickly enough to enjoy it. Just the headache comes. Plus, I could IV the alcohol. Uh, let's see. I'm a Scott. I sent you a dollar. That's not fair to say we're all cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, Chris. Um... <laughs> Uh, I think little Kim sent a present for Seattle and it wasn't delivered. Uh, Kev Baker would be disappointed. Uh, yes. I don't mind slagging Scots, but to put them in the same sentence as the Jews is... A... <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll skip that one about Kev, but I agree. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, salute to Fallen Brothers. Uh, 
Let's see, making Dutch ball cakes and coffee. He was a good egg. Yeah, he was. Uh, how long has Kev Baker been gone? Uh, it's one year and over 10 months. No, is it 10 months? No, it's one year, 10 months. Fuck. Baker's been gone much too soon. Yep. Uh, fuck restream. I'll go ask Steve what the go is. Um, what? What's restream done now? Is it broke? Am I still streaming? Uh, electric vehicles catching fire in the aftermath of the hurricane. Yep. Um, uh, Chris donated two, I believe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I sent my last buck. <laughs> Why did Jeffrey stall so long before speaking? Why now? Um, well, I guess I guess there's just this hope, right? Hope that you're gonna keep all your worldly goods, keep all your worldly clout, and again, you, you, when you realise that you're just a little piker in the in the pond, and maybe maybe you realise that you've been a useful idiot. Uh, let's see, bifurcated reserve currency, Western East, OPEC, getting ready to dump dollars for BRICS, maybe. Uh, let's see, seen all the Canadian doctors dying recently? Yes, I have. Uh, Kev Baker was forced to take the shot, yes. A friend who is vaccinated up to date with all boosters now has COVID. She says it's like a bad cold. So much for those vaxxers. <laughs> okay. No, nuclear bombs aren't and are real at the same time. I have an old esoteric book I purchased from a bunch of Rosicurians. It was written by an airline pilot in the 60s, New Zealand Airways. He claimed to work out the secrets of nukes due to odd occurrences in his airspace near Antarctica, etc. They cannot go off at any place on Earth. Interesting. Something to think about. Well, you've got you to detonate them on ley lines. Hmm. Uh, I am the nuclear boom. <laughs> <laughs> no poofsters indeed eek time to make the font small yeah um the the font is too big and uh we need something to contrast it it needs a transparent box behind it but um in terms of uh a, a new new system it's working working pretty well um so there is that uh did the pending paypal go through no it didn't sorry um it didn't go through uh let's see i hope the nuclear radiation adds 12 more inches to my cock Gah. i hope it takes 12 inches off mine yeah. <laughs> I play music when I get drinking, smoking, sometimes I read. Yeah, look, man, I just miss being able to smoke. YouTube's still streaming. That's good. Uh, all right, I'm getting to the end of the comments. All right, that's me out of here. Brilliant Houstonic. Yes, um, doing the Lord's work. I like my steak with some mushroom clouds. <laughs> hey, all right, I'm out of here. Um... Take care, folks. I'll be back um, soon and hopefully a relatively early evening uh, for me. And, uh, yeah, I've got uh, a whole bunch of stuff to be doing. 
uh, I've got focus on this week, so um, I'll try and stream when I can. Uh, in the meantime, take care, God bless, and uh, don't let the nuclear bed bugs bite in the night. Um, all right. Bye-bye. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that whole line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these papers. I will fucking kill you fucking papers. <laughs> no fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually saying. Fuck these papers. No fucking vaccine or